0: Welcome to the Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Fraser and Niles of digital ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers.
1: You can't hear that. Hey, everybody. Joshua Verwers. That's Jared Brown. We're your vlog pastors. This is the vlog pastors podcast. Episode number 33, a podcast all about us talking about random things that we have no idea or nor direction for because we're busy folks who like to pastor and vlog. Is that not the greatest like intro ever? That's that's pretty much nails it. (laughs) It's like the most accurate description and literally for those that are maybe listening to this audio replay on whatever platform you're on or if you're watching the replay on YouTube, you have the ability to help steer the direction of this show by joining us live currently Wednesdays at 10 30 AM central time, youtube.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. If you don't know how to spell that, uh, just use like Google voice and just say it. um, And then she'll figure out how to spell it for you. I hope that's amazing. I'm I'm guessing at least she knows how to spell it for me, but it's probably because I've had to correct her 15 times. But you can join us here live in the chat like so many are right now. You know, we've got Jason Remster. There is that audio feedback. I have no idea who it is.
0: <laughs> hey, we ruled me out. I'm bailing out. You said it happened whenever I wasn't even on the stream. So I'm out. I feel good about that.
1: Yeah. See, I've got you muted right now. Oh,
0: Web of Wise. My goodness. He said this was like a, a co hosting thing, and he mutes me. And here I am just talking to myself. Yeah. It's messed up. It's messed up. Just saying for the record, this is messed up. I'm sitting here, time out over here. Somebody talk to me. Somebody talk to me. We'll at least text one another back and forth. Oh, it is Vaughn. Vaughn, it's you. Whenever I get tagged back in, Vaughn, every time you hop on, man, stream goes down. Just saying.
1: No idea. Like, no idea. I'm I'm going to try to switch audio channels on the roadcaster. but if this doesn't... I hear it again, and I know That's it's not thing. this thing. Actually, I don't know it's not this thing, but I'm pretty sure it's not this thing. Anywho, where were we at?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know that we can go very far without the, the squeeching in the
1: <laughs> We we can't. And Augie nails it. Like Jared, you can't hear it, right? No, I can't hear it. See, There's that's nothing. that's the craziest part about me, because then it kind of tells me it has nothing to do with my roadcaster whatsoever. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna do some analytical thinking right now while the asteroid sound is going on. My speaker
0: asteroid or,
1: yeah that's what he said it sounds like asteroids from atari which it it does <laughs> like if i actually i've got this recorded i should just do that and then like upload that for like you know some foley sound effects and so anyways sm7b yep xlr cable okay triton fethead yep xlr cable okay roadcaster pro okay my roadcaster pro is the audio input to skype which is the only thing that you're hearing right and i hear so nothing. so if you're not hearing anything then it's nothing on my line in so we can right. rule out microphone we can rule out fed we can rule out roadcaster input that checks with me then we have skype coming in through ndi onto my macbook okay. it is going into the Rodecaster as a separate audio interface and then it's sending audio out Mixed of yours and mine into ecam, and we're getting feedback in there.
0: This is where you're losing me. So press on, brother. So it press could on.
1: be. Mm, yes, it's one of one of two things. It is either no. I was going to no, say it was the so. audio out of the roadcaster, but it can't be the audio out of the roadcaster. I'm blaming it on either ecam. Or MacBook. Ooh, two very good spots. Those are the only two spots that make sense to me at this point. Um, and I can't tell you which one. I would venture to say it might be more of an Ecamm thing just because I'm getting issues on eCam sending it out to YouTube, but I'm not getting it through the MacBook receiving the signal sending it to you via Skype.
0: Okay. Doesn't Diana run the exact same setup except for Cloudlifter?
1: Yes, but this is also the exact same setup that I have used for the last 20 episodes. Hmm. And it just started in the last two when you upgraded your equipment.
0: Hey, I'm telling you, it could very well (laughs) be me. Or maybe all I need to do
1: is I need to just speak right now. ECAM is the problem and then ecamm will magically fix itself there we go i mean because it's like magic software it just it just does things so
0: it's like like siri it's just always listening always adjusting always learning
1: that's that's the only other thing i could possibly think of like i just don't know i don't know what it could be other than i've got this one thing that says like and it does have a warning here what does this say oh. possible audio feedback Let's start there. Wait, sound effects are playing on the Mac's built-in speakers, which could result in an echo. Turn on echo cancellation or use headphones. Well, I'm using headphones, but
0: Let's how it. about
1: I just mute that whole sound effects panel? Let's see what happens. I don't know why we would need it. I think the only thing we would need that for is when we run the intro and the intro is not there. So if that's the case, apparently that would be my problem. Has it happened since we've been talking? It has not happened since we've (laughs) we've been talking. And by the way, this is a good example for you guys to uh, look at little warning symbols, (laughs) because I know that little yellow triangle has been there for the last couple weeks and I just didn't pay attention to it. I mean, I Dude, saw it like when we logged off last week, but I was like, man, eh, whatever. It's always there.
0: I am so- <laughs> tempted to rib you because there's literally no opportunity for me to do this to you in the in the tech sphere. But uh, you've saved me from so much. I have to
1: say, yeah, uh, hey, I'm you. If you guys have ever seen this, which I do need to get Micah in here wherever she's at, she needs to hit record on my my extra camera back there to kind of get a behind the scenes shot. Ooh, this control panel there is so much going on that i'm missing one little triangle i'm hoping y'all got some mercy for that because it's just it's insane in here anywho that being said it is vaughn's fault he says sorry guys it's all me and i agree all him um no it's it's not uh and yeah augie's saying it is digital static man so he's he's hearing it uh be love inc peace Ah. Be on everybody. Yay, I made it to a live stream today. Glad you are here with us as well. Um, Andy says, do you also blame in mail-in voting? I do. Um, I'm going to blame mail-in voting and Pop-Tarts for everything.
0: Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But did you see <laughs> that meme? Uh, if you email me, not email me, if you mail me a vaccination, I will mail you back a postcard saying that i took it that's how we do things <laughs> mail in
1: it works jared what do you want to talk about today it's Whatever episode want, 33 man. we're like in Whatever. double digits and stuff and i cannot believe that can you believe that that we've been doing this for this long no let's do a couple trial episodes see if we
0: like it see if it's any fun you know, try to have some sort of topic to it. That went out the window around, what, like 16? Uh, yeah, we've, we've tried 16. a
1: dozen different times and it, it never works.
0: And that didn't work. <laughs> so now here we are on Wednesdays, which is random for you guys, our right. audience. And now it's we just talk about whatever. Yeah. And I still like it. I, I could. I could do this.
1: We're going to talk about whatever. And I've got a little a post-it note, which I probably won't write anything down on. But it's here just in case there's a topic that comes up that I can later then you know, title these. Uh, and if not, then it'll just be like episode 33.
0: Yeah, man. No, I'm I'm down for for what, what's new. What's, what's been going on since? I know we talked a little bit about post vlog pastors last week. But what have you been doing? Uh, what you <laughs> have to do? I haven't heard from you in a while. So, yes, it is
1: kind of weird when we're like talking every day and then we're vlogging every day and then we skip a week and it's like something is up. Um, I have been vlogging. I've been recording. I should have the the edit. I'm working on it a little bit. Um, I'm just kind of taking my time. And I think I told everybody this, that um, if I'm ready to put out an episode of the, the vlog, I will. And if I'm not, I won't. Um, but I'm still recording every day a little bit. Some days have been more than others. Uh, yep. And it's just a little bit here and there. Uh, I'm not really focusing or paying attention to any story. The same kind of thing that I'm doing, I was saying we're going to do with this, where if something comes up and it's like, oh, that's a good idea for a title. That's how I'm going to title the vlogs. Um, and if I don't, then it'll just be the vlog. <laughs> it's just like I'm. I'm not overthinking it. I'm just creating the content, putting the content out. You know, we're almost a week in on this. It's fun so far. Um, and the, you
0: found it real quick question. Have you found it tough to (laughs) force an edit? And what I mean by that is like to sit down and actually schedule some time to crank it out because Vlogging every day is fun. Throwing a camera in your face, running around, yeah. talking to it. That sort. Of, that's the fun part. It's the sitting down and dedicating the four, six, eight, depending on what you're doing, two, four, six, eight hours of editing, of painful editing on the back end. Have you been able to do that?
1: Have I been able to sit down and edit? Yep. Yeah.
0: No problems. No, no problem. It's not like do you. Well, do you remember uh, the, the last time we did a vlogging challenge? It was like, I'm not going back to that chair. I won't be there. Yes. You're not going to find me in it.
1: So it's different. Yeah. We're it, oh, it's completely different. It's to the point Perfect. now where it's like if I when I feel like editing, I edit. And then when I don't feel like editing, I don't edit. So like last night I was editing for a little while and I typically have a problem. Like I love the Adobe Creative Suite. Yep. I love it too much. Yep. I typically tend to tax my system, and this computer is a workhorse, but I don't know if any computer is actually designed to be editing in Premiere in 4K yes. footage, mind you, while you're also rendering the proxies because you don't want to wait for the proxies to render, so you've got media encoder going. Yes. And you're doing After Effects compositions on top of it. No and you're also running your church's podcast over on Audition and cleaning it up and so anytime something freezes for a second you jump to the next program now yeah. when i do all four of those you know what happens yeah my computer it goes and eh, no <laughs> and then it just stops so i'm in the middle of editing and i of course i'm saving everything it's backed up and all of a sudden it just stops typically what i do when that happens Shut everything down, restart it, go back and not work with everything at once. This time, I quit all of the processes. I get up and I walk away. You're a brave man. And I, I didn't go back to editing. It was just like, no, nah, I'm done for the day. I'm you not are a deal with brave, this. brave, brave, brave <laughs> soul
0: because every time I'm doing that and I've got multi, multi programs opened up and we're working through something not after Effects with anything, yeah. you're crazy. Oh, anyway, yeah, I've, we're I'm running After
1: it. Effects all the time with everything.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's
1: nuts. and so it's a 4K composition in After Effects. No, no, right. No, that's enough for it. Anyway, that's
0: that's enough for one powerful computer to be handling on yeah. its own, not multiple programs. But Premiere Pro should be saving for you in the background.
1: I, I do have auto save. But I think my autosave is only set up at like every fifteen minutes.
0: Well, let me let me just skip to the spoiler. It's not. <laughs> it, right. It's not. So yeah. I'm I'm like edit, save. Yeah. Edit, save. Edit save. Just because I got burned hard on some of these vlogs. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, thank
1: you. you can get no, man, burned uh, really quick on
0: it. You're you're nuts. You're absolutely nuts those so the three right there you, you were good you had a login some pretty good uh you know some weight on your computer but then whenever you hit that after effects that's that that wipes the board dude that thing is massive i think it takes my computer down every time yeah
1: yeah after effects and one of the things like you and i had talked about um and it's this is going to get into a question that augie has got here he's saying sure. what's something you're excited for about 2021 um and one of the things with the vlog that i'm excited about is trying some new things. And it's part of the reason that I haven't released the first episode yet. It's been done for a couple of days as far as the recording goes. But in releasing it, I'm wanting to include some more drone footage, but I'm also wanting to include some 3D text, you know, a la Peter McKinnon. And because of that, to do drone footage with the 3d text and try to make it fit my style so it doesn't look like a direct peter mckinnon or casey neistat you know rip off i'm i'm just playing with stuff and so I, there have been a couple times i've just walked outside thrown the drone up in the air to grab a couple different shots bring it in and then just play with it in after effects and see what can i do so you're talking like trying
0: to track it to an item
1: yes like 3d track it yeah yeah. But, well, yeah. So like the one and I think uh, the, the like the iconic one that I always think of with Peter McKinnon is he's on top of the airplane. The airplane. And it's like it's stuck right there. But the camera is moving around and the text just is locked. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've done a lot of that with a different type. So you see, I mean, even on this, when we did the intro, it's the Vlog Pastors podcast and then it pushes through. So it's doing that camera effect. The only difference is that the background isn't moving. It's just the foreground. On this one, I'm having the text attached to the video and then just a camera push in on that. But it's the drone camera that's doing the movement. So it's playing around with that, figuring it out. Now I'm at a place currently just, do I want to keep my old intro? Do I want to do a new intro? Am I oh, recording both one. of them? Oh,
0: you want to do a new one.
1: Yeah, it's like, what am I doing? And that's one of those things. I still like the old intro, you know, that little stinger thing. It's just, yes. it's fun. But I think I'll keep that for different videos as my current thoughts. Um, and I think one of the things that, like, to answer this that I am excited about is that When it comes to the video format, I'm excited to try new things this year. So, such as what's what's on your mind when you say new things? Yeah, what's on your mind? Um, hit record on that. Just press record. One of the things that I'm excited about is like um, trying Mm -hmm. some different vertical video. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you caught it or not, but I did a the TikTok a man or a woman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, real. Um, YouTube, what call it? All that stuff. Yes, that was just fun for me. Um, how do you get out? You just run. Um, they'll see you run. There you go. <laughs> so I had to bring in my other arm to run the camera, uh, so you guys That's can get some BTS right footage. She is, yeah, and she she left her post. That's why I was like hauling at her. Um, so the vertical videos. I want to try some more stuff where I'm reacting to things that are taking place in culture in christianity preferably when both meet i don't want to just react to everything so i'm going to be doing those in short little vertical video formats like that if i've just got a random thought like that one that's all i'm going to do just a quick short thing to push it out there and to also see how the other platforms are performing and if there's any traction on it whatever but I also want to start doing some more of those reactions on this channel, but they're going to be longer. And yet those are going to be more entertainment based. Um, And I'm excited to do that. We've done a few of those, you know, type of videos where it's just pure entertainment. It's pure joy and they're a blast. I love making them. It seems like the audience loves watching them. Uh, And that's kind of like the sweet spot when it's something that they like and you like, it's not a problem to make that.
0: Yeah, I I love how confident you are in in your making, in your channels and stuff, because I feel like I'm throwing spaghetti up against the wall and seeing what sticks. I'm just throwing stuff, just throwing it up against the wall going, I like to make this stuff. (laughs) I'm not really sure if they like it, but I like this stuff. And you're like every time I've spoken with you, it's been, this is what my audience prefers. This is how much of it they prefer. This is, you know, are you getting that from your analytics? Or are you just, you're just a confident individual knows what you like and knows what people should like.
1: Um, Maybe it's me being a, a, uh, one of those word of faith, name it and claim it type of pastors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, believe. Yeah, I, I
1: believe. I don't, I think it's a combination of looking at some of the analytics, but not overly analyzing. I'm not trying to read things that aren't there, but just looking from, you know, um, just a a thousand foot approach. But then also one of the things about the entertainment that caught me was actually because of our last video where we went through our favorites, you know, Mm -hmm. in Vlogmas. And it was like, these were our favorite things. And then listening and reading the comments from the audience afterwards. And I was noticing that pretty much everybody enjoyed... The fun ones, the ones Mm -hmm. where I wasn't trying hard, like me jumping off the roof was just no pastor should do that. No vlogger should ever do that. Do not do that. That's not smart. It was a stupid thing to do. And yet people loved it. And it was just pure entertainment, pure comedy. Like that whole thing was just us having fun. The whole idea around that, I think it started when you and I were like, we just need some fun videos like that are yeah. fun for us to create. And they can just be outright silly. You know, the um, the lightning round spoofs outright silly stuff. The way I took the drone vlog <laughs> just outright. I'm just going to crash the thing. I knew I was going to crash it. It's like I've only had it for a couple Which weeks. So I'm going to crash it today. Is That's fascinating just... <laughs>
0: because I had the opposite response. So the majority of our videos are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just running around ridiculousness. But the the ones that we took a little bit more time and were a little bit more intentional seemed to be the ones that people liked a little bit better, at least that we heard from in the comments and whatnot. It was like, we like the the B-roll tutorial masterclass thing. We like the, and even the numbers say they like the gimbal, the drone, and the uh, the time when we focused in on the sermon. Yeah, What was our favorite sermon? Those were more serious vlogs for us than
1: Yep. Isn't that weird? It is. And it's it's because there's an overlap, you know, of some of the audience there. And I I don't know why it is, um, but I think part of it is just different people, too. This is one of my, my things about, you know, other ministers in general, as well as just Christians in general. There's too often that we see something that we like and we try to do what that is. But the people that we're trying to reach don't receive from us in that way so like in ministry i've sat there many times and just sat down and done teachings you know and a lot of exegetical type teachings where we're just breaking it down bit by bit and going through i enjoy that that's the kind of you know preaching and teaching that i really enjoy but all of a sudden it's like i do that and it just it doesn't fly it it just does not fly it's the ones where i'm more storytelling And i may have only one verse and one point that i'm trying to make in there and i just kind of hammer that one away over and over and over again those are the ones that seem to resonate and land more effectively Uh, and so it's like on a bullseye the closer i can get to that bullseye that i mean the outer ring yeah it's great if we can hit that but the closer i can get to that sweet spot the better it is the easier it is um and it's not like i don't like those type of sermons i'm good at them obviously and i do enjoy doing them it just takes a little bit more work for me to think through that process how do i make this point a little bit more relatable how do i connect mm-hmm. with them versus just sitting there and saying well i'm just going to read and i'm going to explain Yeah, and it's like okay but adding the illustration with the explanation and then leading it to an application that's where it's it it seems to resonate here on the channel I don't know. I've just I've noticed that I enjoy the lighthearted stuff, and it seems like it's resonating with the audience too. So, sure, why not try it? Yeah, know what I mean?
0: And that and that fun. I, yeah, that's what I appreciate about our channels is we can do whatever we want to do, because to me, if we were to just think about what the audience wants, that's a job. Right. That's a job, oh, and yeah. for us. It, for our personality types and what we're called to do yeah. that's almost man-pleasing like we can't it, <laughs> you know can't right. go too far down that road
1: right and that's one of those that i mean i think we're in this this interesting position as pastors who are also youtubers and doing the the digital ministry aspect and this is something for other vlog pastors that are listening but also something for other christians that are listening they're doing anything online with social media We need to be careful about chasing the views and chasing the likes and chasing the applause. It's like, okay, that TikTok video that I just put out, it's getting a lot of favorable stuff. I mean, I think it's the most performed Instagram reel that I've had. um, And I think I've gained almost 100 TikTok followers in less than 24 hours. You know, YouTube is kind of taking a dump on it, but I don't care. I'm just going to post it. But I went into that not knowing whether or not people were going to respond or not, and not really caring if they were going to respond. It was just something that was inside me. I was, I was appalled (laughs) at the choice of words. And I'm thinking, you best be glad that you're not part of my ministerial association because I would be picketing until your credentials were ripped and until you were publicly reprimanded for that. You say something like that in a public setting, you get corrected in a public setting. And I was like, you know what? I waited a day. I didn't hear anybody in the UMC stepping up and saying stuff. And it's like, all right, you had your chance. Here I go. (laughs) But am I going to do that to every minister of the gospel that, you know, says something out of line or wrong? No, because most of them will just do the right thing and say, I made a mistake. You know, I I, like a Carl Lentz. I'm not I have not done anything or said anything about Carl Lentz and what's going on. Didn't say anything, won't say anything about Ravi, Ravi Zacharias, you know, and, and what was happening there. I'm not going to. One, because, well, Ravi can't respond to it. Two, Carl already said, yeah, there was some issues. Yep, messed up. Okay, good enough for me. I don't have to address it anymore. If somebody wants to ask me a question on a personal basis, yeah, I'll I'll answer that. But in a public setting, I'm not going to go in on that because it's not a place for me to do. This guy, on the other hand, oh, well, I was trying to make a pun i was trying to no 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 that's not what you were trying to do less than 24 hours after your party decided to remove the rules inside the house of gendered terms no no and you tweet every single day and you went silent for 24 hours and didn't respond no and you happen to do it Sunday morning in session, no. (laughs) It was like, that's not a pun. And so at that point, it's like, I waited for, even if he had just come out and be like, "Um, you know, I said this and I probably shouldn't have. Dude, that was... I'm not even addressing the fact that he tried praying to how many different other gods. Man, that's one of those things, like... (laughs)
0: I know you're talking about making a video and yes yes and amen that that alarmed me man when he made that I'm like not not just like the backlash of the ministers and stuff I I was telling my wife I'm like I'm not sure you're allowed to say things like that as a minister of the gospel (laughs) like I'm waiting for the lightning bolts and whatnot I you know kind of puts you on edge
1: like I would fully expect that from other members, either party. I would completely Whoa. expect it from other people from either party. It wouldn't shock me one bit, but from him. See, that's, that's my stance as well. It's
0: like, look, if, if you're not, if you're not putting yourself up as thus saith the Lord, I speak yeah. on behalf of God, then have your thoughts, have your opinions. Right. You have yours. I have mine. They're like, you know, everything else that is commonplace to to people. But when you are a minister of the gospel and you are saying on behalf of the authority and the position that I've, I've been placed in. Right. Uh, as hearing from the Lord, amen or a woman or to the <laughs> whoever God that everybody worships. It's the same path. All the pathways lead unto him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. uh... (laughs) And then to have have people that have commented trying to justify his actions for him. Oh, man. And I'm like, well, you know, the Apostle Paul acknowledged other gods. Acknowledging is a whole lot different than praying to them. Oh, man. And it's like, well, I mean, don't you, aren't you going to take him at his word? Uh, No, not when his first word is praying to God no <laughs> it's like no i'm i'm not i can't take him at his word now and i also look for the fruit in it and i look for the fruit of repentance and could he have at least said hey i was trying to be funny and dude but how I, do you I, do that how do, i mean how do you say hey i was wanting to acknowledge all of the ladies in here by making a joke no, well, I th-
0: I think uh, I was watching. I mean, if on I was Instagram. the women,
1: I would be offended. I'd be like, seriously, you thought yep. that was a, a way of showing me honor? That didn't help anybody, man. That he was, yeah. he, he That was a political
0: agenda to that. I was exactly. watching. I was watching an Instagram post from, or a story from, I think it was Jason Mayfield. He was talking about pastors being uh, transparent as opposed to relevant type of a thing. And I think this particular pastor was trying to be relevant and funny and political and all those things in one go. And the difference between him and Paul is Paul was driving people towards a person. He was, he said, Hey, do you see this? It's represented here as you don't know who this God is, but let me tell you who he is and let's start driving towards the person of Christ. Well, that's more than what he said but you know that's where he's going yeah. with it this this gentleman went the opposite direction he I don't even <laughs> you know it's like right dude all that's left is is a fear and trembling I, I, I hope he repents before his God because uh,
1: well and here's the thing even when I've been confronted by people who are upset like on a personal basis and they would come to me and say hey I You know, I'm really offended that you would say that. My response, even if I feel I'm in the right, is I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Mm -hmm. That's just it. I mean, could there at least have been some remorse and apology for all the rest of us Christians who value those sacred things, who believe that prayer is supposed to be a reverent form of communication and worship? and you just made it a mockery to us i mean you're up there on a world stage and that's how you're going to represent the body of christ as a minister and it's like could you at least acknowledge that maybe we're offended maybe we're upset and all we need you to do is acknowledge that no i I just can't believe people are getting so upset and making such a big deal about this
0: I cannot wait for the senator from I don't know senator from Tennessee right. in the future one day who comes up and calls down heaven and people just quake going. Yeah. Okay, you know now, that's different. Rather now that than being
1: said, whatever. I also understand that there are many different denominations out there, and some of them will run a little bit more loose with those things than I necessarily sure. will. Sure. I've been on the opposite end of that where we've had like 4th of July ecumenical services. We're all come together. And I do pray in that way to rain God's <laughs> wrath down upon us to teach us about our wicked ways so that we will repent and turn from them. And then I never get invited back. <laughs> so. I
0: just I think we're I I think evangelical or uh, i think christianity can pretty much rally behind that one and us uh, well <laughs> i'm sorry i mean one would think but that, i think we're i think we're pretty safe in saying that yeah. that that dude that dude lord willing he has an eldership <laughs> or some sort of body governance body that can step in and go bro what are you what are you thinking uh, let's let's go before the lord together and figure out what happened
1: yep yep anyway for sure <laughs> for sure uh, oh, that came up but yeah. yeah yeah um so augie's question what is something that you're excited for about 2021 or what is this what is something you are excited about for in 2021 yes you i, yeah, I said uh, one thing for me what's something yeah for
0: you? one thing
1: one thing Oh, you can say two or three or 52 things i don't care
0: oh me okay well you know me i like multi-part answers yeah. i am looking forward to uh, kind of so let me let me be transparent with you, Josh, and, and the audience gets to listen in. <laughs> we we made our money last year and we worked hard Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff that was God or God blessed us incredibly. Who knew that favor was a lot of stinking work? So I'm looking forward to in twenty twenty one. Uh, he's kind of told us to throttle back on the video side, especially with clients and whatnot. So there's three or four clients that I feel like we're supposed to take this year, like major clients and work for them to do, do a good job with them. And then just kind of behind the scenes, be making videos about those client projects and then the church, you know, the, the church side of things. We're kind of going in a new direction. And I'm really excited about all of those spheres. I just can't wait for it to all be one mission and one purpose rather than feeling like, Work. Right. And that's totally separate from ministry work. And I know I know it all overlaps and there were great opportunities in those fields, but this feels a whole lot more connected. And I'm, I'm excited about that because now I'm running one – not one video camera, but I'm running one story. Like there's always a behind the scenes going while I'm making and going about life. And that yeah. feels a lot more authentic to – I don't know. I, th- I think it's going to make better videos. I, 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 I say that <laughs> – <laughs> With hesitation, because I don't have your personality. I don't know. I'm I'm into the first edit of the first week of trying to capture something every day, very similar to what you're doing, pretty much copy paste, what you're doing. And it's, uh, I, I think it's interesting. But How it's are you not... enjoying
1: the edit? Or are you like, are you making time? Are you... Not? well i i still have so i i filmed a wedding on the first
0: mm-hmm. and i'm still processing through that okay you know I've, I've got to do that and then on the one or two you know 30 minutes or an hour that i have in between all the rest of life i hop in the chair and it's a lot harder to hop in the chair mm. i i like it but there's not the high energy that that most of my vlogs have most of my vlogs are hey guys what's up welcome back to a bite of brownie blah blah blah, <laughs> blah here we go and that, I think people have grown accustomed to that, yeah. but that's not the pacing of the new season. It's, it's very much,
1: it, it's not going to be the pacing for me either, yeah. but people are going to get a, a, definitely a different look and a different perspective, Yeah. but I think it's good. Um, and of course we're doing this as more of a, at least I think you're doing it for the same reason I am. Let's try this out. It seems like a great way of documenting the whole journey. And we don't know what story is going to come out of this, but we're willing to kind of put stuff out there and then see.
0: Yeah. Well, see, I I wonder about this because, and I wonder if it's specific to our space because I can watch some people, uh, there was a couple who was building a house, like a tiny home in Texas, and it was very niche. It's fascinating to me because they were documenting the journey of that. Like not every episode was incredibly fascinating, blah, 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 blah. But they eventually grew to where, like, you wanted to see what was going on the next week. They were putting in insulation next week, so you wanted to watch them put in insulation. Not really. You just wanted to watch the bickering back and forth between the husband and the wife. And now they have, you know, like 1.9 million or something like that, people following them after a year. And you're like, that's fascinating. But I don't know that – I don't know that, that transfers to to the religious space, to right. – to, you know, the spiritual side of things, because at least for what I've noticed is most everybody thinks they have a handle on it. And if it's not specifically their flavor, then then they roll out of it. So right. like if, if they disagree with you on something, they're like, oh, he he's a, they, they consider themselves a professional in the space. And he's a, you know, he's a word of faith guy. And I, I don't deal with word of faith guys. Right. I, you know, canceled you and moved on to somebody else. Yeah. And have you have you noticed the same thing? I just found oh, yeah. it's a very, 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 very small audience of people who are very close to the way that I believe, think, act in the world. Yeah. Almost geographic regions in some cases. Yep.
1: Yep. It, it is. And that's like I mean, I've had people, you know, doing this when they find out that I'm I classify myself as a word of faith minister. They're just like, uh, Uh. because they've got these preconceived notions about what each different denomination is and what right. the different you know, belief systems are, and they just completely reject it. And and it was like, I think I actually heard, um, I want to say it was, uh, Jason Mayfield that I heard, and I think he was being interviewed on another podcast. Um, somebody was talking to him about, uh, name it and claim it. And he's like, you've basically just boiled down an entire doctrine, an entire teaching to a derogatory term. Right. And to say that, you know, those that are in the charismatic Pentecostal word of faith, you know, that type movement, you call us name it and claim it when it is so much deeper than just those words. That's like the equivalent of others looking at Baptist and using the derogatory term of, oh, you're once saved, always saved. It's like you've boiled down this very complex teaching to just this little derogatory term. And because of that, we have these preconceived notions. Oh, once saved, always saved bad. Ooh, name it and claim it bad. Ooh, can't listen to them and it's a lot there's so many more nuances to that stuff that i think that's where we need to open ourselves up a little bit more and a lot won't and they're just going to turn away and i'm like i'm cool with that see ya um but it's fun to kind of just create stuff and put it out there and say somebody's going to find it and honestly I didn't, I, I never would have dreamed, never could have envisioned that me being completely open and kind of transparent the way I've been, that a thousand people would ever subscribe. Like I I thought getting a (laughs) hundred would be kind of, you know, even kind of hard to do. So it's just, it's that thing that, you know, I think so many people, we, they look at things that we'll say or even just maybe sometimes it's ways that we pray and they're like, well, what, what's, what's that? Which I mean, come full circle. So what I did with representative Cleaver, pastor Cleaver, whatever he wants to call himself. Yeah. It's like, nope, I heard the way you pray and yeah. that ain't my flavor of Christianity. So, which, by the way, we got static coming back and everything is muted and echo oh, cancellation is well. No. Oh,
0: no. no.
1: Yep. But see, I can even mute you and it's still not not doing anything. I mute everything. Okay, that worked. That worked? <laughs> There we go. But it could have just been it, the, rest coincidence of the show, at that point. muted. Yeah. Um, okay. So what else are, are you doing? What are you looking forward to church wise? You guys got any plans, any vision with church, with ministry outside of the digital space? Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. There's some really cool stuff. Uh, so we are at least in the last 25 years, we're traditionally a small country, you know, church, I say small, we're under 150 uh, for the most part. And we we have done things as a family, and we really have found favor <clears throat> in the unchurched, specifically in the young adults uh, realm of things. And so we we've been uh, kind of getting some words for those of you <laughs> who speak my language. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. talking about. Uh, for those of you who don't, uh, we've been getting promptings and uh, confirmations from the Lord that we're supposed to move in a in a more public more, uh, corporate sense, mm-hmm. uh, not just family. Uh, we, we've seen a bunch of churches, collected churches who have really uh, failed. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. Uh, it's been their time to shine and stand for the Lord and they've, they've collapsed and failed. And, uh, we, we feel like the Lord wants to redefine church in our area, in our region, and he wants to do so through us. And so that, that means a, a couple of things of organization that we have not uh, tackled before. And, um, uh, the, the thing that we know is he doesn't necessarily want to do the same thing over again. You, you know, there's something about our DNA of family and, um, you know, authenticity and relationships that is is flavorable to him that he likes. And so anyway, we're trying to figure out how to make that, uh, how to collectively put that at the forefront. We're, we're talking with a bunch of other churches in our community about um, collaborating together, launching together kind of a, a new Joint church. I know. I I have to caution myself. I can't go too far into it because uh, we hadn't even fully developed it as w- right. with the elders, my elders, and a bunch of sister church elders that were making sure this is the Lord. You don't necessarily launch out there and go, "Hey, you know, we're a flagship for Christianity in right. a <laughs> in a city," and yeah. have all the churches go, "Yeah, that's what?" No. So we're making <laughs> right. sure. We're making sure to do this, you know, with with council, with a whole yeah. bunch of council. So that's that's exciting, uh, and and again, like I said, a lot, a lot of favor in in certain demographics. Uh, nice. So it's it's exciting. It's exciting times. Awesome. I've also uh, I think I mentioned it with you. I've I've taken an interim type. It's not a position, but I've taken an interim type role uh, with a, a youth pastor friend of mine left. He took a lead pastor position in another city, and he has a thriving uh, ministry here, and it leaves a gaping hole. And the lead pastor is a friend of mine. He's like, dude, I don't, you know, we we can't have this hole in our community. Would right. you consider? You know, feel like you might be the guy to hold down fort for a little while if it doesn't take away too much from what you're doing uh, with your group. And so, uh, Jesse and I are gonna. That's why we're doing Wednesday at this time, yeah. so we can spend the rest of the day getting prepped for their youth conference thing tonight. So, anyway,
1: yes, should be fun. That's I'm I'm it's, excited about all that stuff. It's exciting. It's exciting yeah. stuff for sure. To to see where that's going. Um, you know, I've I've had seasons in and out of ministry where. Um, different things like that, you know, similar, not not similar in what you're saying with how you, the churches are going to be coming together or you're thinking that is, yep. but in the way that different churches coming together in some fashion to come behind some cause, been a part of that um, off and on over the years. And it is exciting when everybody is on the same page, when you have different backgrounds and different but it's like this is the one main thing we're going after and at least we can all agree on this and come together for that that's an exciting time and it's fun uh, to see how god shows up and how god works works through that so definitely yeah should be a good time and um yeah the the youth thing i've not done taken any type of position for another church i did help run a youth outreach for a couple years um in the local community. And that was interesting and fun. Um, Dude,
0: Pray for me. I, yeah. I, I pray for me because we have, we have a phenomenal team at my church. Like they're, they're geared for this. A lot of the young adults have come out of the youth range and, and they, they are awesome. And it's really tough not to step in there with that team and go, mm-hmm. whop, you know, let's, let's do it again. We're having to develop new leadership inside of the sister church, you know, as, as the old one has, has left, that was just one couple, but they have other teams inside of it. And we've got to figure out how to transfer all this. Be, be praying for me.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. Going to be praying for you.
0: It's not necessarily our cup of tea. You know, youth is not right. We struggle.
1: (laughs) Andy McMillan down in the comments. He's like things I don't miss youth ministry events. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I did a vlog, what was it, a year and a half ago or whatever, uh, youth camp with my kids. That was the first youth camp I had ever been to. Like, I I didn't grow up with a any type of a youth group. Our youth group in our church was, you're either a kid or you're an adult. I mean, we had that that kind of philosophy that, you know what? I don't see teenagers listed anywhere in the Bible. Right. I hear children young men old men so which Mm -hmm. one are you Mm -hmm. and if you're a child you're in with the children and if you're not you're in with the adults and it was just kind of that so i i never experienced anything like that so then when it came time to oh wait while this may not have been the case you know thousands of years ago it's the case that we live in now um and there is a way of kind of relating now i mean we're pretty much at our church doing the same thing small church so Teens are in there with the adults, and I understand why most churches have split them up, because it is very hard to teach to a 13-year-old and a 90-year-old. <laughs> I mean, there's a big gap there um, in mental development, in attention spans, in Bible knowledge, and to try to reach them all. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fun. No, I don't miss youth ministry at all, but so... This will be interesting because we found a
0: lot of success in taking those youth and young adult and grafting them in what you're talking about with, mm-hmm. they were desperate for mothers and fathers, not that they didn't have biological mothers and fathers right. and, or even that they weren't there. It was just the the attention of a spiritual mother or father. Because, yep. Like I said, a lot of these kids on church and to have them there to hug or have them there to speak some life into yeah. uh, was invaluable to them. Beautiful. And that's why this will be this will be interesting because that's not the way this particular church is set up. Yeah. So it's going to be like that. No, we really lean into that. Yeah. This will be yeah. be interesting for, for sure. For sure.
1: Yep. Uh, I think, I think we're all going to be praying for you. Uh, Henry, Appreciate and it. <laughs> we're trying to tap into youth as well, had thriving youth ministry and they grew up, moved out. Now we're left with just a few kids. Um, yeah, you, you're jumping into a new season and, and youth are a, Just an interesting age that that teenage years, there is so much that is going on in development physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and you've got a lot more of that, whereas as we get older, many of those areas have at least developed and matured to a certain degree. Some of them still need maturing, but it's just you're kind of attacking all areas of their being, and it's just...
0: It's Man, that that junior high, high school, if, if you guys remember, guys and gals remember, that was a bloodbath. <laughs> uh, that was hey, an absolute bloodbath. It was I'll, like yeah. Thunderdome. Whoever emerged from that thing
1: victorious, hats off to you. I had a, tough. and this has been about a month ago, I had one of my, I think, second graders that rides my bus and asked me, what kids caused you the most trouble on here? And I was like, middle school. It's like 100%. 100% my 6th, 7th and 8th graders they don't know how to get their brains working correct and they're just a pain. They think they're bigger than their britches are. Yeah. And it's like just stop. Stop trying to flex on me. Just listen and obey. Just <laughs> stop. So yeah, it's like I'm glad that I'm not in that. Um and I just pray that God has more people like you to do it, so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's what that yeah, is. that's but, awesome. No, it, and it does. It requires, like, I've I've got several friends that are youth ministers, and they've been youth ministers for 10, 20 years. Man, there's those in any form of ministry. There's a special there anointing is, man. and equipping, there is. gifting that that needs and those that are called other people can step in for a season but it's seasonal and for them to endure it's just like no that's that's a special call and i'm just like
0: dude that my friend jason he's able to preach correct and engage in multiple conversations Mm -hmm. all at the same time and it blows my mind i spend the i i'm definitely for an older demographic so i'm like hey hush you know, the word's being declared right now. Be quiet. Hey, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Hang on just a second. Yeah. He's able to be talking. He's, he's able to preach and say, hang on, we're going to deal with that in just a second. I don't know why she said that, but here's what the Lord said. And he's all the, right. <laughs> he is a special person for that.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's a special one. And I thank God for them. I thank <laughs> God for them all the time. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that it's them and not me. <laughs> so... Uh yeah hey uh anything else going on in the next like week or so that you got coming out that you want people to be in tune and aware about alert you got a vlog coming out I do I have a vlog coming out I'm hoping that it's going to be coming out
0: if not tomorrow it will be Friday wait what is t- I'm all messed
1: up now that we're not on Thursday today anymore. is Wednesday tomorrow is Thursday
0: I, then I would say in all probability Friday I've got that coming out on Friday and then I am working towards uh, finally getting after some big pillar piece content that I've been working on for a while. So like, uh, I did a Colorado trip where I went after, um, you know, what was a Lord saying basically, yeah. right? right, like right now. And I went up to a mountaintop and, you know, heard from him type of thing. And I, I filmed that whole session. So that, that should be coming out. And then, um, that, that's really it for the least the next week or two. Nice. What nice. about you?
1: Um, yeah, I got a vlog. I'm hoping it's going to come out this afternoon, this evening. Um, I'm not promising anything because if I get to editing this afternoon and I get bored, well then I'm just gonna stop. Um <laughs> So, but I'm I'm hoping that it'll be out this afternoon. Isn't that great. It is. It's it's so nice. So that will have, have it coming up in tomorrow, se- eight A.m. <clears throat> right. Yeah, I don't I don't have to worry about it. Uh but yeah, I've got that one this afternoon. Um I also need to finish recording one for the What Joshua channel. Got some A couple videos I'm working on for that and then I also have a bible study vlog that I'm about to record for this channel as well so it's it's one that I've I've had scripted for a while but just not felt comfortable producing at all it's like I just nope it's not the time it's not nope um and then just in prayer the other day it was like oh so now is the time so that and then i'm also going to be dropping just a fun humorous probably hitting monday it's going to be a pastor reacts to church fails and so i have got some funny church fails that have been compiled for me to watch and react to and i'm just excited to sit and watch that humorous content fun (laughs) who compiled it for you um i found a few of them logan's finding some as well at least he was supposed to be so i'm sure he's he's doing it but yeah so that's it's hard to do some of that because it's like well what do i react to um but it'll probably be three or four videos in together that you know like one of them i started watching and i was like oh wait i need to stop this would be a great video idea so that's it um and then apparently um i also need to take my wife to buy her some power tools That's that's what it says. She does all the work around here. I don't. Oh, yeah, she does. She does all the renovations and stuff. What's she working on right now? I have no idea. But power tools, I can't think of what she would be working on. So that's that's going to be an interesting one. So, yeah, who knows? No, I just got more content. I've got 50 different ideas. I've probably got 20 video ideas that are pretty solid. This, 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 this. And I'm just "Eh, whatever. I'll get to it when I get to it. (laughs) so but I would venture to say for those that are wanting to know between this channel and the other channel um, probably got by this time next week there should be I think three four videos that drop so that's kind of the plan looking forward to it man that's awesome which means I do have to do some editing (laughs) but fortunately some of that is a little bit easier to edit than others so
0: It was weird. Last night, we're we're getting ready, uh, got home. I'm thinking, oh, man, I probably got to put in about three, four hours editing. And I walked into the room and I was like, no, I I really don't. I don't have to do any of that anymore. This is great. I'm going to go to bed at 1030, something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, hey, by the way, for those that are listening, here's something I've just I've kind of wondered if anybody would be at all interested in this. Let me know in the comments below if you have any interest in in me or basically doing a live while I'm editing and just kind of going through the process and doing a live stream where I'm talking and chatting while I'm also editing to kind of show some of the behind the scenes and the workflow. If anybody is at all interested in that, let me know. It might be something I would look into. Um, I don't know what platform I would do it on though, whether it would be here on YouTube or i i don't know it kind of maybe maybe instagram live too it possibly an instagram live um i mean or maybe i jump over and i decide to use like twitch or something you know where um why not one more platform it's not like i'm on everyone already so (laughs) i don't know i just give me your thoughts let me know leave me a, a comment like and if you're interested in it give me say the top two platforms that you would watch a live stream on So that would kind of help me to figure out. It's something that I thought, well, I'm already doing it and it doesn't require anything for me to just stick a microphone in front of my face and turn this camera on. So other than it'll probably tax my computer pretty hard, but I'm used to doing that anyways. (laughs) You can't run all those programs at the same time, man. And the live stream. Are we sure? Oh, I don't know. You should try it. It's possible. Why not? Why not? I wonder, I could probably, if I could figure out a way of. H- Ooh, I might have another idea. Hey,
0: real talk. Yeah. Can you think about that? I, I need an intro to my new season. Do you okay. want to do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> and After Effects,
1: I'll pay you gobs of money, um, gobs of it. I hate After Effects. I hate it. I, I hate it. I'm loving After Effects. So I quite hate possibly it. for you, um, but that is not permission for anybody else to ask me. Um, Go ahead, send it in. He can be bought. Send it in. Massive I, I, amounts of money. I can be bought. Um, I'm I'm often bought in coffee. <laughs> By the way, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. Do you have a link in the description? I I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Although I do know that, and I haven't figured out how to do it for this, I could actually do like a little widget type of a deal where if people were buying coffee it would show who bought a coffee and Stuff like that. I just, I haven't done it. But um, what was I just, I was going to write something down. Oh, oh, um, PC 2 Mac for live. All right. I did use my notepad. I have no idea what we're titling this episode. If you guys have got some ideas on what we should title it, let me know. Before we jet out of here, I want to get to a couple of the comments because I know yep, we yep. have some people here in the chat that were just having we fun. Did. Um, let's see. Uh shielded cables or eCAM is what Augie is saying. Shielded cables or ECAM. So most of them that are running at least into this are all shielded. Ooh, there's one that's not. But it's not connected to anything. Now it's not connected to anything at all. <laughs> so there, there we go. Um let's see. Oh, I was looking through some of these. Oh, yeah. Tectonic was in the house saying hello. Dustin showing up saying hi, guys. Dustin. Yes, he he was able to make it as well. Dean asking if I just barked. Probably. I have no idea what it was about, but probably. Uh, by the way, <laughs> say some extra prayers for Dustin. He's saying, by the way, Josh, may probably won't be physical for Big Dog Barber. I cracked my rib again. He uh. is getting old and fragile, but I will show up. So, yeah, old and fragile, you might not even be able to lift up a boot. Um, So, Dean, making fun of my Southern Iowa pronunciation, is it roof or roof? And? Roof. You determine how we spell that. (laughs) I spell it R-O-O-F, roof, kind of like foot. Or root, as in like the love of money is the root of all evil so john Hayes hopped in a well i saw him uh he was saying that our community had has had more churches gathering in the last two years started with pastors gathering and praying then community prayer at different churches every month yep yeah yeah good stuff good stuff uh henry had a question he said is a a word of faith minister similar to a bible-based minister or is it more about denominations um and I, I had replied, Henry, this one is. As in, is it a Bible-based minister? I would say I am. People often ask me, they're like, oh, you you preach that word of faith message? And I was like, yeah, just like the Apostle Paul. Because it was Romans 10, 8 that he says, what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. But if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one confesses unto righteousness and with or with, with heart one believes unto righteousness, and with confe- the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There, Romans 10, 8, 9, and 10. So I, I hate that this has happened. <laughs> Let me hop in here for Henry real yeah. quick. I hate that this has happened,
0: but um, folks who are labeled as word of faith, it's, it's, all, it's almost already a negative connotation. So if you're not inside of the word of faith movement, you immediately have labeled them. And stereotype them in, a, in a, into a small small box yeah. of bad examples that you've heard of. So I almost I don't know how to say this, but I almost encourage them to to drop the name, you know, word of faith or identify, identification with them, just you know, yeah, a regular there, and, believer who.
1: And there's a lot. Like I mean, I'm I'm quick to point out, you know, different word of faith ministers that people are commonly aware of that have gotten squirrely in doctrine and done a lot of things yeah. that were just kind of stupid and yeah. I'm quick to say, yeah, that was dumb. That was stupid. The, the harsh, the hard part about this is that it doesn't matter what label, what denomination, what move of God you came from. As soon as you start to identify with that, those who are not involved with that will typically start to take shots at it. And the problem is that it doesn't matter what denomination, what movement you've been a part of there's always a little leaven in every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just why? Because we're human beings, which means that we're an imperfect people living in an imperfect world, trying to follow the only perfect one. And so for me, it's like, okay, as long as they will just at least be honest and, you know, say, yeah, we, we fouled up, but like, I know people who are, I truly believe are called to the office of apostle and yet they refuse to accept the term apostle because there was so many that said they were apostles that were doing wrong things and were not operating in the true apostleship that that god instructs and because of that they just no no i'm not gonna nope i i will do what god has called me to do i will be who god has called me to be but i will not accept that title and it's just like i I get it me on the other hand i just don't care what people think so i'm like (laughs) word of faith yeah right here (laughs) <laughs> got a problem with it What? what's your problem <laughs> let's talk about it so i'm i'm of that but for most people that wouldn't have that same i'm not even going to say it's boldness because then people would sit there and say oh well that's a spiritual trait and we've all got it no it for those that don't have the same ability that i do to just you know let comments kind of deflect and sometimes throw snarky comments back at those people yeah Jared's you know advice may be pretty sound um, which is I,
0: fascinating because we're we're very similar on a lot of things, but on this one we're kind of we're kind of flipped yeah in that like uh, to the positive side, you know I can't necessarily say. I speak things into being, type of deal. You know, I name right. that whole name it and claim it type of deal. I, I can't, but I tell you what: you start infringing on the negative side, yeah. you start bringing in uh, what I know are demonic accusations. All of a sudden, I'm a word of faith guy, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> not in this house. Exactly. <laughs> I, I do not receive.
1: Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and of all me. of us name it, claim it. You know, when we pray, we're to believe that we have received. And just the very process of us saying, thank you, God, for answering the prayer that you may not have received the answer for yet is technically name it and claim it. (laughs) But it's not in what people mean and what they say. And I'm the first one to jump on, you know, any televangelist that wants to come on and be like, oh, brother, the first 10 people that donate a thousand dollars to my ministry are getting a special blessing by God. I'm like, uh, heretic much. So right. you, it's like special blessing. What happened to God is no respecter of persons. I what happened know. to the widow's might come um, on with it. You know, so I'm They're in my circles. I've been in meetings with them and I'm the first one to call them out. As soon as I see them doing something stupid, I'm like, don't be dumb. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of the the thing there. Um, I was looking at a couple of these other ones. Oh, let's see. Let's see. My 12 year old son is that he swears that he knows everything. And when he gets pushback, he goes all ballistic. Sometimes I have to remember he's a kid and watch my language. Um, Most 12 year olds are like that. And most I'm not going to say most and many 70 year old churchgoers that are only 12 years old spiritually are just like this that. is true this is true so, dad says buffering and he's finally here which i think I saw another one from him down there he says I want to see the floating coffee hand literally um didn't see it this there it is floating coffee hand did that work ah. if, I, if I pass it to myself like hmm
0: Oh I thought somebody coffee. was in there. No, that doesn't count. Jeff never mind. <laughs> I was reading the comments. I thought I thought Genevieve came it. in. No. You didn't. That was a even fake one. Yep. Oh, I feel cheap and dirty. Yep, yep, yep. For- also so- need you-
1: Anyhow, Oh, and apparently oh, it's it's another bark. <laughs> roof. <laughs> it's roof. What what do you what do you say? Roof? Yes. Roof? Yes. One more time. Ruff. <laughs> not rough. Ruff. Uh. It's pretty uh. close though, man. An uh. To my two unrefined O's ear, only it sounds an like ooh, Two O's make an uh.
0: It sounds like an O-U-G-H
1: or an R-U-F-F kind of a thing. Ruff. Jumped off the roof. We, we've had this conversation, I don't know how many times, and we're going to continue to have it, and I think it's just funny. So, That's that's that stuff. Let's see. Oh, uh, Andy had asked any of them your own fails. Uh, No, actually, the fail videos we are watching are not my own fails. The few fails that would have been hilarious. uh, I cannot find video of them. So wish I could. And there's the, the silly static back again uh dean any wrestle fam videos my boys love them dean we are actually talking about trying to do some of that uh so logan and i had a couple ideas we're hoping to get one um i can't tell you when though it's he's got to basically say hey i'm ready to edit so he wants to do the same thing i do record but not edit (laughs) so (laughs) yeah but i i've got a i've got a couple ideas so i I would say within the next couple of weeks, there will be one. I don't know if one's going to get out in the next week, but there are WrestleFam videos coming. So, um, Tectonic and Andy saying that would be neat to see. I would watch that. Uh, and I think that is the live stream editing. Um, I, I just figured an extra form of content, but I don't know where to do it and what to do it as. Um, and sometimes like with this current channel, it becomes so much that it's just, all out there side so i don't know but uh he says although i'm not signed up for most platforms beside youtube okay so youtube would definitely be a preference there mm-hmm. um john says gotta look at other churches that are still our brothers and sisters <laughs> in christ amen and and that's one of those things like i'm not even going to sit there and take representative cleaver as you know, the end all be all on all UMC ministers out there. Sure. That's right. I mean, yeah. Did he do something bad? Yes. Have many UMC pastors done a lot of things bad? Absolutely. Do I think that they have some wrong theology at the, at like the foundational level? Absolutely. But I've had over the years, several UMC pastors that have been really close friends and that are very sound theologically and doctrinally. And I would be happy to let them in my church. Um, so it's like, no, I, even though I may disagree here and there, it's it's not that that big of a deal. So, anyways, that's it. Uh, Andy saying, were you brought up in that movement, or did you choose that uh, into a movement? And I, and he's thinking the uh, uh, word of faith. So uh, a little bit of both. I think when you know initially grew up in the AG, so with the assembly, went non denominational. And then family kind of went over and they had some back and forth with AG and Word of Faith. And then when it came my time, I was just like, there's one ministerial association, AFCM, that has strong Word of Faith roots. Apparently, my computer just doesn't want me to say Word of Faith.
0: Now I can I, I can't hear the, the distortion, but your mic just muted itself or something.
1: No idea where that's coming from. Like none. It just.
0: <laughs> I, no, I think you, you had to if, if I were to condense your story down a little bit, you, you like you said, you grew up that way, well, not grew up that way, but your family made those those types of decisions. But you were you were not necessarily a as my crew would call it a born again believer type until later on in life. Right. Or did you swing right. back? Like towards I.
1: Faith? I I mean, my grandparents, my entire life have been in ministry. So I've been around the church and involved in the church the whole time. But it was always, you know, kind of a personal decision. And no, it wasn't until mid-20s, I think, early to mid-20s, that it was finally, like, really personal to me. So I had enough Bible knowledge that I made myself very dangerous to many Christians out there. Um, So it was like they they just didn't want to... They they would try to talk theology to me and I had enough theology that I could talk in circles around them. And so that became a problem because then I was twisting <laughs> yeah. and manipulating scripture, yeah. which then gets me to this point where I'm able to see even in our own circles when those are twisting and manipulating scripture and not using it in context. And right. there's a time and a place when I think scripture can be used outside of its original context. I think a lot of scripture is that way but at the same time it has to have the original intention still involved with it and and that's where there's a lot of these nuances to scriptures that i think most people don't look at and they don't get and we'll even hear other denominations use it in this way and then we completely reject it which is where even my grandpa started to lean more towards word of faith was because he had heard kenneth hagan preach one time and his ag leadership told him uh, you can't listen to that man preach. And he's like, you do realize that Jesus was the first one that preached Mark 11, 23 and 24 and not Kenneth Hagin, right? Mm. And they said, well, we don't care. You can't listen to him at all. And at that point, he just handed him his credentials. And it's like, because they were saying, don't listen to anything that he's preaching. Not even, hey, be careful, you know, chew the hay, spit out the sticks, nothing like that. It was just, nope, he's off limits. You can't do it. And there was just a lot of pushback because a lot of the AG at the time were going in, you know, there in the 70s, uh, 80s, they were swinging over and doing a lot with the word of faith. And I think it was, you can see that look in church history. The previous move of God is always right. the loudest opponent to the next move of God. <laughs> it's just they're like, no, no, don't, don't do this. Um, and, and oftentimes it's like with our children, when you tell them not to do something and you haven't given them the reason why they shouldn't do it, you just say, well, because I said, so what are they going to do? The thing you told them not to. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of chase them away. But, well, so when, when you came to your own faith,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm certain that you looked at all the different denominations. and I know your personality oh, type. You, l- you looked at the spread. What made you say these guys?
1: Yeah. So it really came down to the one minister that he's, uh, He's the guy that I would call my pastor, uh, Jim Caseman. He's the head of our Ministerial Association, um, one of my mentors, and I have heard him from day one before I even chose to go with them. He said, if you cannot find it in your Bible, you have no reason believing it or receiving it. So look it up, which is that Berean method that, you know, we see in Acts. They search the scriptures to find out. it was so if it's in your Bible, believe it, if it's not, don't and that was the thing i would go to other denominations and i would ask them about things that i was finding in my bible but because of their denominational bringing they were saying well my pastor told me not to do this or my pastor told me this and i'm like okay but what about where it actually says it in the bible i haven't looked it up and i'm like why not and then talking to other ministers and that was the hard thing for me even talking to other ministers with certain doctrines and they were saying yeah. We weren't taught that in seminary. I'm like, so you've not actually studied it out, but you just take this position. Yep. Okay. That's not where I want to be. And there have been things in our, I I t- I actually told somebody this Sunday, I think it was one of the people in our church. I said, I don't agree with every pastor out there. I don't agree with every preacher out there. I don't agree with myself as a preacher two years ago. There oh, were things the that I was truth. teaching two years ago. And I was like, what was I thinking? And oftentimes with my own church, I'll put something out there and I'm like, "Um, yeah. So you remember when I taught about this, I was wrong. Um, I had a very limited understanding on it. Now I have more understanding. I've studied it out a little bit further. And this is where I fall on this. And then I just explain how I got there. I don't expect them to take everything because I say it. I expect them to look it up themselves. Um, And that's where like the organization, I don't even claim that I'm I mean, I say word of faith because it's the closest understanding that the body of Christ would have of where I fall in. It's the closest thing that I've got, you know, to to kind of describe it. But even that isn't 100% accurate because word of faith, like most people would think, is not where I'm at. I mean, I've got people that are shocked that I'm not Baptist. I've got people that are shocked that I'm not AG through and through. And it's just that I don't know. I just read the bible if i see something i listen to it and i listen to all different pastors all different denominations so i just that's me weird odd <laughs> not at all man not at all I, I think
0: that's that's more true to what what's going on in ministry these days and than, than ever before because mm-hmm. i I tease all the time. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a charismatic Baptocostal. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I am. Yeah. I'm a hybrid of all of the different things and I'm not alone in my own city. And I, we're in the middle of nowhere. And that tells me that it's everywhere where it's not, it's not a loosening of the things that we believe it's a, it's a melting pot of like. No, that's truth. That's truth. That's yeah. truth. Let's combine it. Let's combine it together. And we we can go outside of our own streams and go, no, that actually, that's biblical. Yeah. Let's lay hold of that. that what, I, what I was raised, seminary, I, I have to tread lightly because I know people will defend it to its death. But uh, there are certain parts of seminary that need to die, that need to absolutely die right. because it's irrelevant and it's just puffed up. Uh, knowledge about digging into the minutiae of the things that don't actually matter or aren't even <laughs> biblical arguments and things that you can defend yourself for arguments. Some of that needs to die and and be replaced with some of this YouTube or prayer meeting or dialogue that happens inside of the body where we go, oh man, I never I never knew. Why do you believe that way? Show me in the scriptures. Let's search it together. Let's seek. Let's pray and understand. I think if we did some of that in our seminaries, we would have much better yeah. theologians. Okay. Rabbit trail. Let's do this. What, what do we what do we have at the very end here?
1: Um, I, I think Dean was just saying every denomination has its bad apples. Doesn't mean yep. they're all bad. We got a lot of our own issues in the Reformed Baptist world. Yep. Uh, every every one of us do. Uh, John Hayes, important part of receiving any teaching is running it through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, and dad, more men of few words show wisdom. You know, I think there's a proverb about that. It is. Something about even a fool seems wise if they keep their big yapper shut. Yep. Don't open your mouth and prove them, <laughs> prove them <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, OK. And then Henry you used to have a second service every second Sunday. However, we found that not every pastor or preacher had the same spirit and the congregation lot, lost interest. We need more revivals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I just think uh, I think what really needs to happen. There's a, a simple question that. Childlike like faith has that adult like faith doesn't it's a question of why children are curious why and as soon as you can answer why they stop asking why they keep asking until you actually answer it and you think you've answered it but because i said so isn't actually an answer And I think a childlike faith is curious and asks those things. Why? Why do we believe what we believe? Why are we doing what we're doing? You know, why do we take communion? Why do we get baptized? Why do we get baptized in full immersion? Why do we get baptized in sprinkling? Why do we get baptized, you know, in general? Why do we go to church? Why are we to read our Bible? Why are we to pray? Why are we to gather together? I think those questions, when we start asking more of those, all of a sudden the, the minor doctrinal differences that are often on minor doctrines, we'll start to see the whys that lead us to the bigger picture that shows there's more unity and less division. There. That's what I got. Mic drop. We'll, 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 we'll end on that. So that's all we got for you guys for you. I hope you enjoyed this new strange format to the vlog pastors podcast (laughs) until next week. Stay blessed. Enjoy God's best.
0: And we're out.